Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on, kid? Not much. How are you, sir? I'm great. It's Friday. Yeah, it is Friday. Did you have your uh, Go Pack? Uh, go Pack. How good is that black cherry? That actually was delicious. That's right? what I've had. Yeah, that's I think a I good had the flavor. mango yesterday, so it was good. The tangerine Maybe is really good. Was, yeah, yeah. I, I tried some that I never tried before, and they are good. And yeah, the seltzer black cherry is perfect. Yeah. That tastes like Gatorade. Yeah, it's, it's, it yeah. reminds me of like those things that you put in water to flavor your water or whatever. Yeah. It, t- it tastes good. Yeah, those are good. I like the new flavors. And the seltzers, too. I like those. Yeah. The have you been have you tried them? At I only had night? the Kava one. Yeah. But, you know, made me relax. Exactly. It was it's good. Perfect at night. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. So if you want some, go to mitro-9.com. Yep. And use uh promo code problematic. Yep. And get yourself some Kratom. Yeah. Get the and let them know that we're the ones who taste good and it gets you high. What more do you want? Exactly. So how's life? I'm good. Are you uh, excited about this big weekend? Did your mom leave yet? No, she leaves Sunday. Okay, so she's going to... Or Monday, one of the two, I forget. Monday afternoon or Sunday afternoon. Okay, so she'll be here for the game. But you don't have the boys this weekend. I don't. But they've got a bunch of games, right? Well, not as many as last weekend. Okay, okay. But you will get to go to sports and see them. together, for sure. I mean, that's another thing about your situation and being divorced, like... You're you're a sports guy anyway, and your kids totally to see them all the time. loved it. It's not like they were like, I don't want to do this. They right. they enjoyed it. They wanted to do more. Right. So yeah, if without that, I mean, I on those weekends you wouldn't see them. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. And even if it's just well, the there's no sports season. Sucks. Yeah, because I was just gonna say, what right. sports are they? They're not Nothing basketball really. guys. No, because that's so really the only sport in the winter, right? Is yeah. basketball? Damn. Does there still have a lacrosse team? No, I don't think so. Okay, but when you were in Michigan, everybody had lacrosse teams, right? No, not when I was there. Oh, okay. I think that's a new 2000s thing. Oh, I was, like in American Pie. Then I think like they North Carolina, they play it and stuff. Okay. I, did, wasn't it Amer- I think it was American Pie. They played uh, Oz and Sippler on the lacrosse team. I mean, we didn't have one. 
I read, I saw something on TV where they're talking about how that was actually a Native American sport. It had a different name, but it was the same thing. You pick, you use a stick, pick up the ball, and you throw the ball around and catch it with these sticks. And it was a game that Natives introduced to like British whatever. Royalty. Yeah, and they started, they liked watching the games. They would watch them play, and then they picked it up, and then that's how we got lacrosse in the United hmm. States. Kind of crazy. I've never even played. I've never seen a game. I, I don't I know how it say, works. I've never seen one in person. I've, it's on TV now. I don't know. I've one never of, watched One it. of the sports, it might be Peacock. I think it is. They're advertising. You like, watch we, it? Well, just out of curiosity, like how difficult it looks. Right, it you looks know, hard. Uh, you mastered this. What What's the payoff? Mm-hmm. Is America the biggest country? Is it the only country for lacrosse? Are you going to make money doing this? I mean, Peacock's really selling it because every streaming service wants to have sports, right? And some sort of sports package. That I've they can never offer. seen it. But does it look fun? It looks fun. It could looks impressive. It? No, there's no way. You remember the thing when we did? I think like you the, could do it. I've seen you. You had the toy. Hialai thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like look, in the that's 80s. That's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of yeah. that with a cross of field hockey. Yes, exactly. Exactly. The Hialai thing looked kind of impossible as a kid, but then you, you could do it. It was fun. Of course you could. But those just went away completely with the sport. You could throw curveballs with them. It was yes. Fun. Every kid I knew had those in their garage. And there's people listening, you probably have no idea what we're talking about. But those black I'm sure paddles, they do. you think, yeah. Snowcone, you know the highlight things? The little plastic ball uh-huh. that you throw yeah. in and uh-huh. catch it's with the other one? A curved thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, And they still make them. A lot them of times for... they make them in, uh, you know, beach towns. Okay, people they still have them. at the beach. Yeah, the it's, boom, con- boom, it's, boom. it's fun. I mean, as a kid, I thought it was fun. I see that I know how it works for, for you when you roll them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never saw me play. I get it. Six touchdowns that day. All he talks about is a fumble. It's incredible. I mean, if a Chiefs player fumbles the ball, is that just it for them? Like, oh, nice. Yeah, okay, well, I know you don't like the quarterback in New York. The what's his name? The fumbling the ball and rolling. Yes, but the ball. I dropped it. All right, what's his name? Jason, uh, who's the guy in New York, the quarterback? He had that bad. Oh, yeah, Boldon yeah. and Sanchez Boldon. Yeah, but you still think he's an exceptional athlete. Now, he may not be the best quarterback in the NFL. He might be the I'm worst. Sure I think he's an exceptional athlete. He made it to the NFL. That's I mean, exceptional. Yeah. That's, if you make it, you're exceptional. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, I get it. Right. And if he were here hanging out with us because he loses his job in New York and becomes a salesperson here. And we're talking to him. We would think of him as an elite-level athlete. Okay, your basketball buddy, right? Every mm-hmm. time we were around him, I thought, this guy... He was just super tall. Well, he was, but also... Like, I don't know that he was an elite-level athlete. He was he, very, very tall. Yeah, but he played. Like, <laughs> I know. He, he didn't did. play in the NBA. That's my thing. If you make it there, even if it's just brief... or No, you you're right. You're top of the top of the top. Yeah. I've seen you those know, You're like over seven foot tall, though. You have like a 60% chance of playing in the NBA. It makes sense. I, I mean, think they come that, and find I, I, I might have just made that up, but... No. It's like a big number. No, I've seen th- there's like uh, scouts or whatever for basketball, and they're just trying to find tall kids. Right. And you see some of them, and they look so non-athletic. Remember when we lived in Seattle, I really liked that player, Johan Petro. He was like yeah, seven right, foot yeah. five or whatever. When you watched him walk around, he did not look no, like an athlete. looked like his knees hurt. <laughs> exactly. And I don't want to be mean, but he looked like, like, like a man. Ball and bowl ball. Right. You're like, is your heart okay? I mean, right. I hate to say it, but it's just, it doesn't look no. normal. It takes and a it, lot of work to get yeah. blood pumping all that high. <laughs> exactly. I'm and, being honest. No, they have heart attacks a lot. Yeah. I think once you get over a certain certain height then your risk of cardiac arrest increases exponentially with like each and shorter oh really i think your heart's smaller then oh so if you're I'm a certain person, I, I believe you i just never thought of that like if you're a little person you have a smaller heart i think so doesn't work as well yeah oh interesting i always felt like the torso was normal and then the limbs were i don't think so. dwarfed okay i trust you for sure <laughs> i definitely trust you and you know what i'm not a big basketball guy i did like it when i lived in seattle that watching basketball. it's fun to go see it live especially fun towards the end there when we got to sit courtside and watch kevin durant when and he was 19 was years old and he looked they, so young oh he was a child he was a baby and i wasn't that old then i was like 23 and i thought that's a kid yeah out there i mean he looked so young and at halftime i've never done anything like that before and then at halftime these guys come, everyone stands up who's sitting courtside with us, and they usher us through that tunnel, 
and you go in that tunnel. I know it's I've like told the story before. Meal. It's yes, it's like you're on a cruise and you paid for the best right. m- meal or whatever. They've got prime rib and everything that's being sliced. Right. Candy is just hanging on ropes. And it's weird because like you've been if you go to baseball games and like even at Royals, if you, you go did down, that for me you, go, too. you go down there. But that's going on the whole time. Yeah. So you can go back there and eat or whatever, right? And but bring with basketball, stuff. it really is like Hey, you got 20 minutes. Enjoy. Enjoy steak and salmon. <laughs> and yeah. it's gone. And You're then, like, all right, yep. weird. It's crazy. I didn't yeah. know that's what people... I mean, I guess as I, we're doing it, it made sense. Right. You think of Jack Nicholson at the Lakers right, game sure. or whatever, and you're like, okay, I guess they would go do something. But I'd never done it. And mm-hmm. then you got me to whatever that section is at the Royals game. Yeah. Is it the Diamond Club? or No, it's better it's than better that. It's better than that, right? Ad- Admirals or something? I forget. It's right behind home plate. Right. We sat in the front row. Very front row. We were on TV. Extra on innings. TV. Got to see Hosmer come. I had someone text me. People were texting said, me saying, take your kids to bed. Yeah, they said, are you at the game with Lazo? I was like, hey, this is awesome. We got to watch all these guys, mm-hmm. Hosmer and these guys come out, and they're you know grabbing their bats and warming up a little mm-hmm. bit, and they're like six inches from us. Then that woman came down and asked me if I wanted anything. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, I don't really have, I don't need to be spending money on food. And you go, it's it's included, man. Just because I was like, oh, and I wasn't really hungry because right. I tried to eat. Because we're down game. there, he's like, you want to split a coke? I'm right, like, oh, exactly. Man. That's me. <laughs> so I'm like, I better <laughs> not do this. Just get a coke. I don't know so if stop, my, please stop talking. Don't know if my card's gonna work. Then you're like, you told me it was free, so I was like, all right, I'll get a hot dog and put everything on it. She's like, everything. I'm like, yeah, what's what's everything? She's like, relish, onion. I was like, I've never done that. Let's do it. So she brought it down, and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever eaten. We're sitting behind a home plate. I got to experience that once. I got to experience mm-hmm. the courtside thing. Now, you've done some other things I haven't gotten to do. You did the soccer thing. I did. You got to, and that was opening game, right? I think that was the opening the season opener, was Which it Which one? When you, when you went to Seattle, wasn't that oh, the season Oh, yeah, I flew opener? on the jet to Seattle. That was fun. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. And I think that was a season opener. I, maybe I'm confusing because I went to a season opener in Seattle. I was, oh, yeah, you did. I was sitting back. But they did get me tickets. That was pretty cool. I walked up to the window and like, here you go, and handed me all these tickets from the team. So that was cool. But uh, so you've done NBA. Now, what about uh, NFL? Have you done anything? No. Like never set. Well, you got to sit in the suite. Didn't you go to the suite? Oh, I did for Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So that's something. That's, yeah. I don't really know what the NFL equivalent would be. You can do a stadium tour, but there's nobody yeah. there then. It's not a game. And you go down and see the locker room, which right. like, would your kids be interested in that? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of cool. You could go right. out on sure. the field and go play. I think they the do it in school. Uh, like go to. Do I think in the tours? sixth grade they go. That makes sense. Good. I think they go to the Chiefs Stadium, whatever. They should around. do that. Yeah. I mean, the, the city's paying for that stuff. They should let kids go mm-hmm. check it out and have fun there. Then what else? Uh, hockey. I've never. I, I I've don't been to think, a Stanley Cup. You did? Yeah, it was I went to a in, Cup. in Detroit. Yeah. I don't think I've been to an NHL game ever. Mm. I thought about there was. I was in St. Louis one time, and I think there was a Blues game, but we just decided against it at the last minute. But I've never been. It, I feel like it's got to be similar to. I did go to a lot of minor league hockey games. Yeah, it's the same thing. It, just I bigger. loved it. I loved it. Yeah, but just to imagine a bigger thing and it's NHL and I don't That's know. Nice. Go to St. Louis game. It's fun. Yeah, I should. I wish we had a team. That's what we decided on, right? Hockey, hockey. over basketball. Yeah, yeah. I think it just Casey bas- Sauce. They don't have, Casey Sauce. Lazlo's got it figured out, and as trustee of the Johnson County Community College, I'll make it happen. I think you could make it happen. Don't forget, vote for me. I don't know when the election is, but no one knows. Write me in. Yes, Lazlo. When you go vote, Lazlo. Trustee, Johnson County Community College. And if you need a reminder, just go to his Twitter. There's, you, you tweeted about it, right? I did. And just uh, remember. I'll continue to do so. Yeah, just do that. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. I'm ch- you can go watch us on Twitch. Please, yeah. Twitch.tv slash Church of Laszlo. I asked people on there, you know, like, what's the coolest VIP experience you ever had in life? Did you ever get to experience one of those things? Like, we got to go courtside. And I love some of these. Now, look, there are some people who say, I've never done anything cool. 
And I feel bad. I feel like you have to have done something cool if you just think back to something. But well, I'm sure a lot of people I, haven't. No, I know. I get it. But you're saying I don't think it has to be courtside at, a, at an NBA game. There are other things that you could think are cool. Like someone said that uh, he was at the club with his wife and somehow they had friends who convinced him to cut in line. And he got into mm. a club with jeans and a T-shirt, which he wasn't supposed to be wearing. And he'd never been to a club before. He counts that. It's all what? Subjective? Relative. Relative or subjective, I think, right? What your biggest, coolest VIP experience well, sure. was. Uh, someone said that, who was it that, that was the manager for Fallout Boy? They say it was their friend was. Their friend is the manager for Fallout Boy. Get to go backstage. That counts. That's cool. Yeah. P- people who cooked, uh, this person said that they cooked for, I think it was Wakarusa. And got to meet a lot of bands. Look, that counts. Of course yeah. it does. Yeah, okay. I thought that by your body language, you're like, no, that doesn't really count. I mean, look. Be, our job was awesome. Right, no, Extremely but I mean, that lucky. counts. I was trying to think who played Wakarusa Waka in my head. I, I, I been don't know. so long ago. I, that was my thought. Like, oh, man, I wonder who played that. Did no, they no. do Flaming it? Flaming Lips played a few times. They did it more than once, right? It was an annual thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was in Lawrence for years, and then it moved to Arkansas. Yeah, okay. Oh, Flaming Lips did play it. Yeah, they played I it more than once, there. right? I saw them play twice there. Okay, that's that makes that sense. Seems that seems like something right. you would go to. Absolutely. Yeah, I did when I was in Did you love it? Yeah. I've never seen them. Did he do the? Did he do the uh, inflatable ball? Yeah, he did and it walked both out times. on. The, yeah. Okay, I saw pictures. In I the saw him walking office. around before the show, like during the day. He was out. Wayne was walking around. And I got to talk to him for a little bit. Okay, then I saw someone had hung pictures of that show up down in the promotions office. Yeah, they're incredible. I knew that it was a show in, somewhere in the area, so that had to have been those they're same shows. Show you so. can't miss. That definitely counts. But I mean, a lot of people have a story of running into a celebrity. Before I got into radio, Ann B. Davis came to my house more than once. And. Uh, <clears throat> That counts. <laughs> he touched her bum. I did not touch her. That is ridiculous. You she drank that. wine and she, you touched her you bum. No you one touched. Touch- you touched her. Guys, bleep that. Ball. Bleep all of that. <laughs> she was a really good, nice Christian woman who was very. I like to have her butt. Tickled. No, she did not. Snow cone. Don't. <laughs> She's passed on. Do not do that. Do not. I'm just telling you what, what I heard. You're going to do anything. Right. You're, you're, you're making us up. Just don't no, do I it. Just, just telling you what I heard. You didn't hear that. I heard that you she never liked her butt it. touch. No. Snow cone. You have to bleep that. Okay. I don't. This is ridiculous. If I were her I family, did. I would sue you. That's what I would do. For what? For making up Saying these stupid allegations. You didn't hear it. I did hear it. Why are you going to say that to it? a judge? <laughs> who are you, you going to say told it to you? I heard it on the street. <laughs> yeah, I heard it on the street. <laughs> That's what, the That's what say. it was. That's what it was. Alice from the Brady Bunch came over to my house. And she and and we, and no. Slim told me that he touched her butt. I That's never it. said that. And she touched his. I don't remember the whole story. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I'm going to tell the judge. I don't remember the whole story. <laughs> exactly what I said on the radio. There was butt touching between them and there was, some wine. That is so ridiculous. Just stop, man. She and then he that. then... Slim told Laszlo. her that she wasn't in the new Brady Bunch movie. I did tell her that. That's See? true. That's true. That was the next time she Everything came. Everything is true. She, I, asked I her don't she, tell partial truths. I asked her if she was going to be the in the sequel. The nothing but the truth. She said she didn't know there was a sequel until I told her. Yeah, see? Yeah. But that was not... What does that have to do... Yeah, see what? Yes, that part's true. <laughs> what well, what does that have to do with any of the other stuff you're saying? All of it's true. No, it's not. It's the whole yes, truth of nothing but the, the truth. The entire truth. I told her about the That's sequel. That's what I told She did drink wine at my house. Yeah. She came over more than once. She's very, very nice. Yeah. That's it. And promiscuous. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Push the button, Snowcone. End it. And bleep all of that. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? I have something I have to show you. Okay. Now, I know... You're a gadget person. You like new technology, stuff like that. I you know, if there's something out, you're interested in it. I am too. Um, you know, sometimes you buy this stuff because you get excited about it, and then you got the slow cooker. You want a slow cooker forever, right? Or the smoker, whatever it's yeah, called. But yeah, but I don't use it. You're yeah. just the guy's supposed to come pick it up. Right, but that's, that's crazy. I threw it out. 
But that is kind of crazy, so I had to drop my coin. I threw it out. You threw it out? I did. What? Hold you did? on. No, you didn't. I did. Seriously? It was big it. trash day or whatever. No it. way. It's just been sitting out there. Damn but, it. But, but you wanted that thing forever. I'm sure it wasn't I just, cheap. I didn't like it. Right, I have. I, I've tried to use mine once. Right. I'm like, I can't do this told on me my before own. Before you threw it out, I know I, I was supposed to for come. like six months ago. I know, I know. I was supposed to come, but you should have said before you're gonna throw it out. I would have came and got it then. I need someone to come help me use my. My brother got me one, and I, I tried it once. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. You, did you have to put the pellets in the thing and it spins? And, yeah, I just couldn't get it to work. It, me I really found it like I know people love it and it's a hobby, and I wanted it to be a me hobby. Too. And I could get something like it made steaks unbelievable. It okay. was awesome. Like okay. I could get it to do certain things, but like. The brisket or whatever I try to do by myself, it would be good. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, man, it's not as good as the barbecue place at the corner. Right, which is not that expensive. It's about the same price. Exactly. So now you're taking hours because I remember right. I, I was going to do a brisket, mm-hmm. and they, my brother in Wichita loves his smoker. He uses it all the time. He said, here's what you do. You put it in there at like 5 in the morning, mm-hmm. leave it this long. Then you got to... Change the heater. Then you're going to bring it out, and you're going to let it sit for 45 yep, minutes, and then you're going to open it up. And, like, and then wrap it with foil and put yeah. it back in. I didn't put the, exactly. you know, the apple cider mm-hmm. vinegar on it. I did the whole thing, and yeah. it was good. It but really it takes was, but, forever. Right, and I'm like, for it's not 20 as good bucks, as I can Joe's. get a giant <laughs> amount of Joe's barbecue. Right, or Jack Stack, right. which is perfect every time. Every yeah. time I go to Jack Stack, perfect. it tastes exactly the same, and it's always perfect. But there are So there was one thing on the horizon, one expensive gadget that I was that's you know not really affordable but it could be that I'm interested in which is the Apple Vision Pro. Like I want to see what it looks oh, yeah. like, but 3500 bucks that's steep. But and I'm not like an Apple fanboy. I took forever to convert to iPhone, but it does work better. Okay? And I know that they are very big on I remember talking about that. I know, so I know. Annoying. I I I know that they are very big on making sure that stuff works right. So right. I'm I'm very interested to see that Vision Pro but I don't know that I'm going to be like setting aside money in an account to try and buy it. I, but I'm curious. Maybe once I try it, I will. But Lazo, I found something that you're going to want to start a savings account for because I know you're going to want this. Okay. It's been in the news. I think I, yesterday was the first day I saw it. They're saying that it's artificial intelligence powered. I feel like a lot of companies are trying to throw in AI anytime that there's some sort of you know computer involved. Yeah, they say it's AI, but they say this is AI powered. Now I'll, I'll tell you, this thing is pretty expensive. It's thirty five hundred bucks. Okay. But it's supposed to cook steaks absolutely perfectly. Okay. This thing gets so hot. So Oh, I've seen these little ones they have. Like, it's not very big. Right. You, yeah, it's but then like, you can get them for cheaper than that. Well, this one is supposed to be, you know, first of all, they say it's AI-enabled grill. So uh, it's helping to control the temperatures and stuff, I guess. But they're talking about how hot this thing gets. And, you know, this thing, this article that I'm reading now says 900 degrees. I swear the article I saw yesterday said that it's more than that. But it looks, you know, it's a little bigger than a... One of those air fryers. I've seen those before. Just but that it's thing not on the that top. Much. Yeah, it's just How much that thing is that on the one? top. Thirty five hundred bucks. Wow, you can get them that get super hot like that for cheaper. Yeah, but is it AI powered? No. Yeah. Well, so anyway, what does that one do? So as compared, they. I don't know anything about cooking steaks because I've thought about buying this other one. But I say it contains times. infrared burners that cook at nine hundred degrees Celsius. Okay. That's what it is. So what's that in Fahrenheit, snow cone? The article I read yesterday, There's I'm sure no was in Fahrenheit. Yeah, there is. Just ask Siri. I'll bet Siri knows. Uh, so it's 900 degrees Celsius. So that's why I saw the thing said Fahrenheit. It uses AI to calculate the time and temperature needed to cook the food that's inside based on its size, its surface area, and its fat content. I don't know how it figures out the fat content, but it does. So it's measuring what's in the oven, and it's cooking it accordingly, and that's apparently 
due to the AI. says, we notice there is often difficulty and inconsistency in cooking food. It's mostly always overcooked and dry, which takes a long time. This is one of the guys from this company. says, so we decided to use our skills and knowledge to apply artificial intelligence to cook the perfect steak and set up sear grills. And that's the name of this thing, S-E-E-R grills. Perfect is now a here one for that's 199 bucks. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, right. so those are like and tabletop it gets to ovens. Fifteen hundred. It is propane. Okay. Oh, it's and, propane, okay. and it gets to fifteen hundred degrees, so you can cook your steak perfectly in like five minutes. Right. I thought about buying that. So before. is that how? Is that, is that what nine hundred degrees Celsius is? Does anyone know? It might be the same because the article I read yesterday was doing it in Fahrenheit. But uh, I've seen those things. Those things look interesting. You can set those on a counter right. in your kitchen, right? Okay, so 900 degrees Celsius is six, uh, 1,652 degrees so Fahrenheit. The same. But they're saying that it also is measuring the surface area of your food, the fat content of your food, and the weight of your food to change How or, many or, per- can you put or in perfect. There? Well, let's see. It says you can now pre order it in the U.S. Um, it says you will cook the perfect steak in less than three minutes. Yeah, all right. Less than three minutes. Uh, but it's $3,500. So I, I just I saw this and I thought that. that yeah, but do the, I wonder – I think the reason that this is so expensive is that they're really trying to sell you on the fact that the computer knows what's inside, and it's measuring what's inside. Somehow it's measuring the fat content, the surface area, and the weight, and it's adjusting the temperature so that nothing gets overcooked, whether you're putting a brisket in there or steaks in there. But what all can you cook? Is it just a steak cooker? Well, they say it's perfect for steaks, but in the picture it looked like they were putting uh, – Something bigger there. If they could do something but, bigger, then but, now we're talking. But for the steaks, it's got these like vertical grills, right? And it looks like what you do is you take the steak and you put it in these vertical grills and it holds it. And that's how it's, I guess, looking at it and measuring it. And then the perfect steak comes out in less than three minutes. Listen, you can cook a perfect steak a lot of different ways. I do cook steak at home and I think most of the time it's pretty good. Sometimes, not always, though. Not always, but sometimes it's great. But I feel like if anyone wanted to have a gadget that will cook the perfect steak in under three minutes, it would be you. Now, I like the idea. Okay, let's, let's say... What if they said the price is uh, 500 bucks? We're getting closer, but I'm still trying to figure out why I need that one AI. instead of this one for 200 they're, you know sell- I mean? they're selling it on the AI. But it gets cooked in five minutes. Like, how much information is that on the AI? This guy's saying, I don't know if it's true, but this guy's saying that other grills and cookers will overcook stuff. And you think you're putting it in for the right time, then it comes out overcooked or dry. He's saying the AI in this grill makes sure that the food is cooked perfectly every time. So you're leaving it up to the computer to figure it out. You don't have to go online and look at recipes or say, how long do I supposed to cook a strip? Uh, you know, in a, in it, a just it, just, it knows. It's supposed to look at it, and it does it for you. And supposedly, people that are traveling, they showed pictures of the steak coming out. It did look perfect. You know, like you can say, do you want it to be uh, rare, medium rare, medium, whatever, because they showed the different uh, steaks that came out. I mean, look, these do look good. These are supposedly, you can see it goes from rare so well done. I mean, look. You just cook what, what you want? Yeah, it's perfect. But I am with you that $3,500 is steep, and I do think you can cook a steak at home other ways. Now, you, you always cook the steak on the grill, right? I do. There's another one. Yeah, those set-top This ovens. one's $1,200. Okay, how hot does it get? Does it say? It looks nice. 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit. It's okay. portable. Okay. I think this one looks like it's sort of portable, too. Like it moves around. 3500 is steep. But it, they're trying to sell you on the AI, the AI part. Well, it, it knows what kind of steak you're putting it in. It says it measures the surface area, the weight, and the fat content to alternate between different temperatures to make sure that it's perfect when it comes out and tell you when it's done. I mean, that is pretty damn cool. It is. It, it could be a total gimmick. I, I understand, and they could. I'm sure you know, calling it artificial intelligence. That always, I'm skeptical of that. But I mean, if it is 
doing something to change the temperature based on what it sees in there, then I guess that right. co- sort of qualifies. I mean, I cook all my steaks over coal. You do it on the grill. I do it, and I use charcoal. Okay. But that would be nice. And if it was perfect, it would be perfect. Yeah. And look, I know people are like, oh, I do it over charcoal. But you know what? Sometimes that's a pain in the ass. Absolutely. It is. Especially if you're like, all right, I got a light. Especially if I've got like football practice tonight. Yes, yes. I don't get back till eight. Now I got to light the charcoal. The kids got to go to bed because they got school in the morning. I did it Thursday night, but it was like, this took a little bit of time. Yeah. Or maybe either one night this Tuesday. It doesn't matter, but baseball is on. Mm -hmm. So we could watch that in the garage. Yeah. And I cooked out. So it was okay, but. Sometimes if they got to go to bed, if, man, if I could make perfect steaks in four minutes. Well, I'll tell you. That's pretty nice. It does it's sound pretty nice. nice. On the weekend, if I wanted to cook out on the grill and open up the garage doors and do that man cave thing uh-huh. and have football going, I could do that too. Yes, yeah, both. I get it. But I will say this. I've cooked steaks a lot of ways at home. The way that I do it now, the last because once I tried, you know, I kept trying different things, and I found one that, at least for me, is perfect. You turn the oven on, I think it's like 450. I've got the recipe, look it up. You put it on like a, a broiling pan, right? Mm-hmm. Put the steak in there for a couple minutes, you flip it over, and the whole time you've got that oven going, you've got a cast iron skillet in the oven, but it's, oh, yeah, yeah. But it's empty. Then when you're done and you turn it over, you put it in the cast iron skillet, which is hot as hell. Yep. You sear it on both sear, baby. It comes out perfect. And you yep. don't have to put the cast iron on top of the stove. You put the butter on it. Keep it in the oven. Absolutely. Yeah. And they come, man, they're pretty damn good. That's my thing. I love steak. If I couldn't get it right at home, then I'd be probably more apt to be like, I, I want one of these But that gadgets. sounds nice. It does, and it's doing it, it sounds for cool, you. Like for, and even like for long football days like this weekend, man, if you had that thing out in your garage. Mm-hmm. And just bought a bunch Grab of steaks, steaks. a bunch knows. of them, and all day. Just cook them. So I'm going to watch football from noon to midnight. Yeah, what is it? It's like it's a perfect steak. I'll just throw it in there. It's like two and a half minutes, they said, or something. It's under three minutes. So it says it can cook up to 50 types of food, Laszlo. Uh, this is the article I had yesterday. Chicken, fish, pizza. So it's not just for steaks. It, mm. it cooks all the stuff. It's got to have a bigger landing spot, too. Than I think one. that thing comes out. I think the vertical thing so comes out. So the other one, it has like shells on it. It says you can cook like two steaks and at I a time. And I think this thing, I believe... And then that, that same company sells a pizza cooker. And the other one says, you know, this is all in one, I guess. Yeah, I thought with this one that you could take those vertical things out and put other food in there. Like for the pizza, right? Because it says you can cook pizza. That thing that you put the steaks in, it just slides out. And I think it's just for steaks. When you want to cook the other stuff, you take that sliding thing out, and now you've got, here you go, just like this. I just found a picture of it. And they're cooking like, uh, I don't know, rotisserie chicken and stuff, but here. So they took those vertical things out, and now there's pizza in there on the bottom. I think they put, there's chicken in there. It's spinning. It's a rotisserie chicken. And it's got the thing that spins while the it's The rotisserie in chicken I'm not that impressed with. I'll just go buy it. It's like four bucks. I know, again, but it's cool. The steak thing is cool. I'm not going to cook a rotisserie chicken. But if you grab the chicken and put it on that thing and people are over and like, watch this. And it just starts spinning. It measures it and it does it for you. It comes out like, perfect. Watch these steaks. True. I'm saying you can right. do both, though. You can do both. So, all right. I thought I, I had mean, rotisserie over. chicken you're buying a bag. That's yeah, pretty good. They are pretty good, actually. They, they are. Quite a bit. It's, it's shocking. But the steak thing. That's that's good. I, I'm dinner. close. All right, so now what's going to happen well, is now you're going to be looking at the cheaper, the cheaper one. Yep. Yep. I can't believe you got rid of your smoker. That is crazy. Yeah. I mean, how long were you wanting that? It was a couple years ago. I did. About I wanted it for a while. Really, really wanted it. And then it I just, just never use it, and I like the steak just as good over charcoal, to so, be honest with you. So what's the last thing you bought that you like? I'm trying to think. You know, I don't buy big things. Well, people love those air fryers forever. Oh, and yeah. I, I just don't like cleaning them I use my up. air fryer all the time. You do use it? Yeah. Mine sits in the basement. You don't have to clean it. 
How you got to take that bucket out or that basket out or whatever? Put, I don't know. I put aluminum foil on the bottom. Yeah. So yeah. the basket goes over the aluminum foil and yeah. anything. Then I just pull the aluminum foil out and throw it out. Yeah. Yeah. Super I, easy. Yeah. I don't. I, the truth is, my also my kitchen's tiny, so all that stuff has to go back downstairs. You know, I have that out. stupid built-in desk in my kitchen that. Whoever lived before me put a yeah, desk in there. For a computer. So I just, right. So I just put the air fryer and the foreman on that. Yeah, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. But it looks kind of like, I don't know if it looks good, but it's, it works. What's that thing called that everyone was buying? It's got a name, a, a brand pressure name. cooker. Yeah, but it's like the, oh, what's the name of that thing, Snow Cone? That One ev- pot, whatever. It starts with an in, doesn't it? Or. Instapot? Yeah, or whatever it's called. Instapot. Instapot. Everyone was talking about I tried that. It didn't make I didn't like it. I've got one. Someone someone gave it to me. I've used it twice. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I've got family members saying, oh, I use it all the time. And I'm just like, man, I put everything in or on the the air fryer. Yeah, the air fryer is pretty good. And having a big tabletop uh, oven, like a a toaster oven, a big enough one that you can put pizzas in, those are useful. But honestly, the last thing I bought that I was like, dude, I don't want to live without this now is the Foreman Grill. Because I, oh, went, for, awesome. I went forever without one. I was like, I, I don't need that Grilled thing. cheese, sandwiches. It's great for that stuff. Yep. Hamburgers, like, like if you press. need them quick, bam. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought I had right. you hooked on well, this. Yeah, I'd I'm, like that. Because I'm, I'm, I'm really starting to... The one they, thing I'd like to buy that's way too expensive when you talk about gadgets, and maybe somebody could do this, although I think they're busy everywhere, is those companies that come out and put the lights on your house. I don't, oh, the and they stay lights? all year long. The no, Christ- they're like, you can't really see them. So you can change them... Anytime. So, like, it's the 4th of July. They They're can do LEDs. red, white, and blue. Yeah. And you can do... and But it's super expensive. It's like $3,000 for oh! people to come out and put them out. But it's not like the little ones that you hang. No, you know, it's you can't LED. See them. It's right. a strip. They sell those a lot of places now. My mom needed a new light for her kitchen. Mm-hmm. The old light was like a fluorescent bulbs, right? right? We went to replace it. The new lights are strips, paper-thin strips, and they look like these little dots of foil, and those are the LEDs, and it's brighter than the bulbs. And so they use that stuff. That's the stuff that people put on the back of their TVs. Right, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No, but this, you, I'll have to show it to you. Okay, I haven't heard but of this. But it's cool. These people drive, you know, but I call them to get it quoted because I'm like, man, you can do it like on, on Michigan games. It would be cool. I can do, you can do it blue and yellow. Right. Right. Chiefs games, red, right. Yeah. Royals games, change it all the time. When everyone was hanging Ukraine flags, just change the Right, color. you can do it Halloween, all the time. Just do but orange it's like and black. 2500 bucks or something. Damn, that sucks. That, I didn't right. even know that was a thing. It's cool. I've and heard it's of different than the lights. strips. You'll have to see it. It's cool. Okay. Yeah, that's one of those house things where you get it in your head because I want the gutter blocker things. You know, the rain gutter covers. Okay, my I, buddy had got that. I'll yeah. have to ask him, but my ask buddy Matt got that, and I think he said. He still has to clean the top of the gutters off. Well, that's what I'm curious about. That's what, what the problems said. are. I remember him saying that. Like, it's not as hard, but, it's, you know. Whatever. I was ready to buy it. The guy came out. I haven't cleaned my gutters in years. He quoted it, and it's like $3,000, $2,800. And I was like, I do want it because I hate it. But my house is so small. It's like two gutters that you got to do. I haven't but cleaned my gutters I still in years. want that. No one does it for you? I did it a couple years ago. Oh, I figured you'd have like your, I don't know, lawn guys or whatever landscape people. Would they get don't do uh, gutter cleaning. And I okay. called a guy one time, like I got him on next door, mm-hmm. and he came over with a ladder. I think it was a fireman and just did it on the side because he had a really cool ladder. Yeah, I've got one of those. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've got a big, huge aluminum and ladder. And he just came over and went, well, his hand's like 40 bucks. Yeah, it doesn't take a lot. It sucks. You get filthy. You got to clean that stuff out. It sucks. I want those. And then I just don't think I've done it in a while. I need to do it. Well, maybe you need those covers. But every time I look up, I still got goddamn leaves on the trees. Yeah, I know. That's I just I think last winter all the leaves didn't come off the trees because I'm like, well, I don't want to clean the gutters until all of them them are gone, and then some of them, you know, 
I think just because, you know, last winter, if you remember, we had days where it was warm and hot. I think I still had leaves on some of the really? trees. Really? Mine yeah. all come down, and it's a disaster. Giant sycamores. But there's like 10 different versions of those gutter covers. Mm-hmm. Like designs, and oh, this is the one you want. So that's what I'm watching. curious. Maybe someone on Twitch has them. Matt, if you're great. listening, yeah, let us text know. some fast. Tell them if you like your gutter covers. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? We're doom scrolling, and I have big news for you that we're going to get to here in a second. I'm very excited because this 100%, I believe, impacts Laszlo. But I guess the biggest story of the day, it's kind of a toss-up. Oh, I do like that. Sorry. You're talking about peanut butter still? Yeah, we were saying what kind we like the best, and I was looking through them, I'm like, what kind of, but if I do see it, I do like the planters. I've had planters. It's, it's good. good. Yeah, it's really it's good. good. It's good. Like, that's legit. I know you say you don't like honey, but Peter Pan Honey mm. Roasted is the gym. Are you peanut butter guy, Snow Cone? Yeah, I like it. But you don't eat it? I mean, I make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches a couple times a week. Yeah, not like that. And the most popular like is Jif, apparently. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. yeah. But planters is legit. I've had plant- That's good. It's really yeah, good. And it's, it's different enough. I, you could tell what that is in a taste test. Jif and Skippy, I can't tell the I difference. I like to just pick out different ones, too, when I go. I'm not a, I don't have. And some things I have a real. Brand loyalty. Yeah, brand loyalty, too. But peanut butter, I'm like, man, I'll try this one. It's like I like pizza. that Smuckers in the jars, all right? Have yeah. you, when you were a kid, did you ever buy Goober? Goober strawberry, Goober grape, where it's got the jelly already no. in it? I still buy it. I've got a can of Goober grape <clears throat> in the cupboard right now. You don't have to do anything. You just smear it on the bread and you got peanut butter There's and jelly. It's a sugar-free jelly, though. It does? Who does? I do. Oh, you do. Okay. Even when I was a kid, I did. I don't know why, just because my parents always I had it. I should try so it. Does it taste okay? I, like, if You're I to make to. a peanut butter and jelly with regular jelly, it tastes too sweet for me. It tastes okay. like candy. Just like if someone, someone grew up drinking Diet Coke. Coke. Yeah. I grew up with sugar-free jelly, and so that's just, it tastes Dude, should, right to me. I should try that, because I yeah. eat way too much of it. I do. Honestly, it tastes, you may think, like, this is disgusting. Why would anybody do it? I, if you can get like, used to it. if you're a Coke it, drinker, and yeah. you try Diet Coke, you're like, this is gross. But you can get but used to it. you can get it. used to it. But me, growing up, you know, my parents didn't do a lot of, like, we were allowed to eat candy or whatever, but I don't know why they just got sugar-free jelly. That's what they got. Yeah. And so I just got used to it. When I was married... I actually only drank Diet Coke, and I hated it. 
mm-hmm. but it was around constantly. And so I would drink it sometimes. You know, there it is, oh, just Diet Coke. And I remember sitting in my apartment one day, and I opened it, and I took a drink, and I, like, I knew what I was expecting, and I liked it. It's like riding a bike with training wheels. All of a sudden, it clicks. Oh, I don't need these training wheels anymore. I, I've got it. I know how to ride this bicycle. Or drive a manual or whatever. It clicks all of a sudden. You're like, right. oh, I like this now. Right. And you do switch preferences. It's yeah, crazy. I don't drink. I, I, st- I, I don't drink like I don't. Like, right. I don't. I rarely have anything to drink. It's like my brother. I don't know why. My kids are always talking about it. My mom's here, and she's like, I've never seen you go to the refrigerator like or anything. Like, I don't. I didn't know that. And if I go, like, if I get thirsty, I'll go, like, I'll have a jug of, you know, sugar-free sweetened iced tea. Mm-hmm. I'll take, like, a big sip of it, and that's it. Like, to go get a glass of something. I don't ever do it. I did not know I mean, Red Bull or something, and then, for like I told you in the morning, I pound water and do 40 push-ups, yep. and that's it. That's all I have, really. The rest of it is really drinking out of a carton sips. That's crazy. Even at dinner. It's got to be a genetic thing. My brother, we went to Detroit for the auto show a few years ago, and you know, we got up early in the morning, and we go to the auto show, and we'd been there, Lazo, for like eight hours. No food, no drink. I found a vending machine, and I grabbed two bottles of water, and I brought one to my brother. And I was like, here you go. He goes, why did you get me this? I was like, I figured you'd want it. He's like, you're like my daughters. You just got to drink constantly. I'm like, we haven't had anything to drink in like eight or nine hours. Yeah, I could, like, he didn't want it. I was like, that is crazy. He like if I opened drink. up, if I, if I wasn't the first water of the day, but if I opened up a water, it, it could last me two days. Wow. No, man. I drink Carbonated yeah. water disappears in my so house My drinking fast. is I go to the refrigerator, drink some milk out of the carton, or drink some iced tea out of the counter, maybe some orange juice, whatever. But it's, you know, a couple of gulps out of that, and I'm done. I don't need to like I do drink too much sit tea. around and drink. I'm gonna. I want to bring my tea for you. I've got a, my own iced tea recipe. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best iced tea in America. I just buy the Walmart stuff. I think I want you to try mine. If you think I have a secret, a secret of how I prepare it. It's how I do it every time. And everyone I know that likes iced tea, when they've had it. They go, "Man, that's really good iced tea." I'm like, "Yes," because hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I, I want to. I'm going to bring it late. Try right. The news. Joe Biden. Yeah. He said when he was campaigning, "I'm not building any more walls." I think that's what he said. No more walls. No more fences. No, like that. I'm not going to do any of that. And now he says, all right, we're going to override all these uh, laws from the conservation people, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And uh, we're going to build this wall because we've got a problem. And we're also going to start deporting Venezuelans, which I guess is backtracking right. too. Along parts of the southern border, the Biden administration is now clearing the way for construction of new sections of wall. And its pressure there is growing. Overnight, the administration also saying it will resume deporting Venezuelan migrants. Just weeks after granting temporary protected status for those who traveled to the U.S. before August, the White House now saying they'll remove Venezuelans who arrived illegally after that date. Venezuelans currently the most common nationality of migrants trying to cross the border, where illegal crossings are on the rise. Now, Fox News says President Biden appeared to stumble today when asked by a reporter about his administration's Uh, resumption. Where's Venezuela? Down below. How, what's the border with us? Venezuela. They come up, I think they come up through the, uh, you know, what's the bottom of Mexico called, Snow Cone? Is that the, the Yucatan Peninsula? That might be right. Is that Mexico? I don't know. Yeah. No way of knowing. Yeah, I've seen those uh, Fox News things where they show the animation of well, the Why people. do they say these people are crossing the border? They have to cross into Mexico's border first, right? Yeah, but I don't think anyone stops them. And I don't then think they, they come all the way up there. Mexico. Yeah, and I guess. Are? Yeah, and then some of them take boats. And you'll see boats that come, you know, to shore, and there's 300 people crammed on there. Because Venezuela a couple years ago just completely fell apart. All, I know all their money collapsed weird. and everything. Yeah, like but they said, crossing the, the border. 
Yeah, but they never really said that when Cubans would come from the ocean, they would never say because they're right they there. They crossed the border, right? They just came into Florida. Right. I think Venezuelans are coming through Mexico, though. Look, okay. look it up, Snowcon. I have a big story, and actually, look it up. See how Venezuelans is it connected are connected to Mexico. I think so, right? South America is connected to Mexico, right, Snowcon? I mean, you got the the Panama I feel Canal. Like that's over. I'm just yeah, looking at a wrist mask because the Panama Canal. It is the Panama Canal. They had to build, so that's the separation. But you can get across that, right? You can. God, we sound so dumb. Oh, snow cone. We're learning. Okay. Okay. I listened to podcasts yeah, before. It's connected. It's connected. We How had to, though. Roosevelt, it's connected. Uh, let's see. The bottom of Mexico, that little strip of land. Yeah, Panama Canal. And then Roosevelt, to, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, right? Panama connects to Colombia. Right. That's how. So that means to cross the border, they're going like five different borders. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Like it's not Honduras, Nicaragua, Panama, and then you get it. I don't know if more of them come on boats or if more of them come on foot. I really don't know. They said it crossing the border. Well, they made it sound like they're coming through Mexico and that there's Hmm. a huge influx. Okay, let's move on. Snowcone, did you look it up? I did. I told you that. Yo, you told that that's connected. But where? How are Venezuelans? Getting into America. See what see how they're doing. All right, Lazo, this Feels is like story. there's way too many borders that they have to get through to get to ours to say they're crossing the border. I wonder, I think they just, maybe those other countries are like, yeah, come on in. I don't know what, the, what it's like there at their borders. Maybe they're fine with people coming in. Uh, Lazo, here's the news that you don't know about. Lazo? I'm still looking here. I, can't. I know. They, they, he's going to be stuck is, on this now. This is big, Lazo. I, you have to focus on this. We can come back to the Venezuela thing. Well, have I mean, you heard about? Like this. Have you heard about? It connects. It you, doesn't connect. Does it actually connect? He just told you it connects. But it doesn't actually connect. It does. Actually. They had to build a canal Where? there. It's here. Here. Where's Colombia? It's here. The Panama yeah, Canal. Panama connects to Colombia. They had to dig a thing to get the boats through there because it's connected. That was the building yeah, of the Panama, the Panama Canal. Well, I mean, but the borders don't touch. Whose borders? You got to go Mexico's in there. You got to go through different countries. But yeah, they eventually you got to go through different countries. Yeah, you do have to go through. So the borders don't touch. They're not a bordering country like Mexico yeah. and South America, Mexico and Colombia. Right, you're saying there's countries in between. Yes, yes, there's countries. But that's what I'm saying. Like I get it, we're in the same place, but we don't. Kansas doesn't border Illinois. No, but no one said that. But they, well, they come just said they're Mexico. crossing the border, so they had to cross like three it, borders to get to ours. Yeah, but they only care about our border. They're well, crossing I know, into America. But it seems like you know, no one. They don't seem to care too much about how they got here. They're just concerned about. Just how seems many like that. It seems like maybe it might be that, that's a lot of people. Crossing all those borders to get to ours. Well, maybe like maybe they'd stop somewhere Let's watch. along the way. Like it seems like not enough people that would travel all that way to be that much of a problem. Let's just watch Fox News more often, and they'll show us. Those it animations. just doesn't seem like there could be that many people traveling that far. Well, I guess they are. It's a huge influx. They he did that whole thing when they huge said they're coming. Why are you mad at SlimFast about this? Well, no, I'm not. I'm just not him that I'm. I'm just mad in general. Remember when they had the big thing? And they said they're coming. Yeah, right. Because the they knew where they were. Yeah, the right. caravan. Right. But if they said they were, they were from Mexico, I would understand. There's a lot of people not that much to travel. This is a long travel. Yes, it is. It is a long travel. further than, like, you know, the guys from Yellowstone. Sure. People from Ukraine right. have, have fled to the United States. From all over the world, they fled to the United States. Bring us your people. <laughs> your uh, right, Lazo, we have to move on. All right, but I don't like any of it. All right. Well, here, we're moving on. Lazo, this is your story today, and you said you don't know about it. I need okay. you to check something. All right. It, right. Involves, it involves Taylor Swift. Damn it. He's gone. It's a lost cause, Swim. <laughs> it involves Taylor Swift, okay. and it involves Laszlo. Now, oh, now people know what I'm talking about because most people have heard this story. Ta- Taylor Swift. Nice. Taylor mm-hmm. Swift has one of those concerts at the movie theater, right? I don't know oh, what yeah, the hell yeah, it's called. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. Th- she's doing pre-sales for it. Okay, mm-hmm. it's the like the biggest pre-sale ever. AMC says they've made so much money on this thing; it's going to break every record for the theater. Lazo, your AMC stock should be going through the moon right now. People on mm, really? on Twitch are trying to point this out. Are you ready? 
Get ready, America. Taylor Mania is here. Forget the NFL. This morning, Taylor Swift breaking records at the box office. It's up 11%. Yes. Film it's supposed to keep going up. Moves. AMC announcing pre-sales for the Eras Tour concert film have crossed $100 million. It's on track to become the highest million. grossing concert film of all time. Okay. Wow. It's a concert film, for Christ's sake. And it's already made $100 million in pre-sales. What have we learned this month, Snowcone? We've learned that Taylor Swift is easily the most famous person alive. By far. It's crazy. By like, far. It's weird, too, because I think like a month ago, my best friend was texting me. Uh, and he was like, who do you think is the, like, the biggest celebrity now? You know, Michael Jackson's dead. Who's I the mean, just think about the power she has. If she, if she made a video saying, I really like Jeff Peanut Butter. And it's over. It's over. It's gone. You can't get it. It's over. Uh, so she you has cannot to, get it now. She has Columbia, to get Panama, Costa Rica, <laughs> I told Nicaragua, you. Honduras, <laughs> El Salvador, Guatemala, Belize. That's what you got to go through all the way to get to I Mexico. He read all of that's that to too you. much for them to say they're knocking at God our border. Damn it. It's too much. He already told you exactly that. He read the whole thing well, to you. Well, it's too far. Well, it's they, not real. They, they, oh, it's not. It's real. not a real story. It's not. There's real. not people traveling all that way oh to get to our border. It's just not. It's not feasible. Well, I'm going to send you this New York Times article. It's paywalled, but it's explaining how Venezuelan migration works to the yeah. United States. Because well, I feel like you're definitely interested in this. Unless so you're taking a boat. I will say some of them do. I know that some of them do. Man. Maybe that's most of them. I don't know. I said I don't know. Lazo, you know who Dick Butkus is, right? Yep. He's dead. I know. He's I heard dead. That. Snow Cone, he's dead. dead. That's he's sad. Dead. He's dead. He I like died. Dick Buckus. One of the greatest linebackers of all time. One of the greatest football players of all time. I'd say easily one of the greatest Chicago Bears of all time. Most yeah, famous, right? And then he started acting. Well, uh, one of those guys that, you know, to play football that long ago and for it to still, I'm not saying it is, but for it to still be a quasi-household name, you were pretty good at what you did. Yes, and you know, if you I can, mean, I'm not saying he's as popular as you know Tom Brady or whatever, but that name—if somebody said Dick Buckus, you got an idea of what he did. He played like a long time ago, man. But even if you didn't, even if I just showed you a picture, there's a good chance you go, "Oh, that guy was in a movie I've seen." Yeah. He, he was in stuff, you know. He, he was. was. I mean, like OJ was in the Naked Gun movies, and I feel yeah. like he was doing a pretty good job. And then he killed his wife or whatever, and I think you know they stopped him in movies. What? That's slander. Sorry, they, oh, that's slander. Yeah, Andy Davis liked your butt touch. I can prove that. That's ridiculous. That's oh, slander. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say a lot of different people have tried that. I know, what's his name, the Old Spice I've guy, tried Terry killing Cruz. their eyes or Terry touching Andy Davis' butt? What have they tried? What have a lot of Wasn't people tried? Wasn't Terry Cruz a football player for a minute? Right, well, man, a lot of people were football right. players for a minute. Yeah, but then obviously uh, the Rock was a football the Rock player. Sometimes was a football player Terry, for a minute. T- Terry, Brad- the ball. Terry Bradshaw's been in movies. Carl Weathers is one that I feel like if you're of a certain age, you've certainly seen Carl Weathers and stuff. Sure. He, was, he was in a lot of movies. And there's someone else that was in a bunch of movies. I'm looking through Brian Bosworth. Oh, man, who was the other? He was like a running back from the Alex Harris. I don't think he's alive anymore. Anyway, Dick Buckus dead. At 80, Snowcone, Overnight, dead. the Chicago Bears grinding he's to dead. a 40-20 victory over Burt the Reynolds. Washington Commanders. Oh, wait. The I know who I'm thinking crediting. of. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Oh, yeah, he was yeah, great, yeah. right? Yeah, he was yeah, awesome. Yeah. 40, Mark Harmon. over the Washington Commanders. The, the team crediting their rare mm-hmm. win to That's the yes. memory of one yes. of the greatest to ever wear the orange and blue, Dick Buckus. It just means a lot, you know, tonight, getting a win. Um, our first one in a long time. So, uh, Bears legend. He'll never be forgotten. And, uh, you know. We played for him tonight, so this one's for him tonight. So Chicago never wins football games, and they said that they won the yeah. game for uh, Butt Dick Kiss or Dick Butt Kiss. Yeah. That was why they won the game to You're honor him. Butt Dick Kiss. Sorry, Dick Butt Kiss. Jesus I was looking Christ, at a lot man. of names. Anyway, they Bubba won a Smith? game. 
Oh, yeah, he wasn't on this list. He should have been on this list. They put The Rock on here. When did The Rock play football? He played for Miami. Uh, in the NFL? No, college. Okay. But, he does an interview where he's like, uh, he tells a story. I think he's a senior okay. or a junior, and Warren Sapp shows up as a freshman. Okay. And Warren Sapp is like, I'm going to take your job. And he's like, the hell you are. He's like, and then uh, he, he took my job and okay. I became an actor. Okay. okay. But he was decent. Like, you can see old videos of him, but. So, some of those guys know. are good. Dick Buckus is pretty good. Joe Namath. Terry Brian Bra- Bosworth. Yeah, Joe Namath. Uh, Terry Bradshaw is pretty good. Uh, Jim Brown is good. Guys who are just more known for acting, though. That turned into, like, that was their thing. That's what they, they were. They became, football? but now you know them more as, you know, <clears throat> they say, actors. They say Carl Weathers. Was he in the NFL? I'm looking at this list of people. It says the best former NFL yeah. players turned actors. He played for the Raiders for one season. Carl Weathers did? There you yeah. go. So that's perfect, Lazo. That's a guy that you you know for acting and not for football. Yeah. I didn't even know that he played in the NFL. They've got number two is Terry Crews. Again, someone that you think of as an actor, a funny guy, whatever. I mean, he's big yeah, time. He only played, yeah. Yeah, but that's their thing. Some of these guys, just like, you know, you didn't play it long. Bubba Smith was in the uh, yeah, he played for a long movies. time, but he was good in those movies, too. Yeah, he was funny. And then I think they've got Jim Brown down here at five, but I think he could easily be number two. And then the guy who played uh, Sloth in The Goonies, he was a football player, I guess. John Mad- Matizak? I don't know that guy. But, I mean, I know The Goonies, obviously. All right, Snowcone. I think Alex Karras is a big one. I did not see him on. Oh, yeah, there he is. He is you on know him from, um, oh, God. He was the dad. Paper Lion, in, um... Blazing Saddles. Yeah, but he was against the, all odds. He was in Porky's. Okay, well, I've definitely seen but, him. But uh, he was uh, George Papadopoulos. He was Webster's dad. And Webster, George Papadopoulos. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. NFL players turned actors. I think OJ. I think he was going to be. If you watch those Naked Gun movies, OJ. He was good at Funny in him. He was good at it. I know people really hated him, but he was a good. He was great as a football reporter. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a lot. Of, he was smart, man. He was entertaining. A great football player. A lot going for him. He did not in those naked Until gun he was movies. Falsely accused of murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in those naked gun movies, he did not he seem good. like a football player. Oh, they mm-hmm. gave him an acting job to put a celebrity's name in here. You could right. have easily thought this guy's funny, and they put him in the movie. Yeah, and he's it, funny. he was the kind of guy that if you watched on football. You just realized that he knew a lot about football. You knew his name. They called him Juice all the time. But if you heard him talking, you weren't necessarily like, oh, that's a former football player. There's guys who do sports, and we know that. Right. And we're like, oh, he's just a former football player. Yeah. And they sound like former football players. But there's guys who do it, and when they can pull it off and they sound like broadcasters, and, but that's just it. broadcasters who have inside information, no more, man, those guys are good. Absolutely. No, there's not a lot of them. No, people try. A lot right. of them try. A lot of them try. Aikman. Yes. I know people hate some of these guys, too. Collinsworth. Collinsworth is amazing. Amazing. You and forget that Collinsworth was a, a exactly. wonderful wide receiver. Pe- people, I think when he first came about, there were plenty of people that were like, who's Chris Collinsworth? Yeah. They didn't even know. And people, you know the thing about sports broadcasting, too, especially with the NFL, for me at least, I don't like new people. When I have to switch over to the NFC, I'm like, oh, God, i got to listen to these guys. Right. You, you know, you get used to certain people, and certain people are good at it. And... OJ was good at all that stuff. Though. He was really good. He was good as Norberg. He was good as the yep. sideline reporter. And he's a and pretty, people hate Collinsworth. I like Collinsworth. Do people hate him? I thought everyone came around. Oh, really? That's yeah. crazy. I mean, I see a lot of it. Like sports guys and gals who just who don't watch like TV. Him? Like I hate Collinsworth. Crazy. I thought that he'd won everyone over by now. I do like I him. Though. Me too. Who do you think's the greatest of your lifetime? Because for me, it's Al Madden. Michaels. Madden. See, I didn't hear a ton of Madden. Madden. I mean, he was on, and I heard him. You know, during Thanksgiving and stuff like that. But I did not hear him as much. I would say the greatest is Al Michaels. Who do you think, Snoko, of your lifetime? Like, who's the ultimate sports reporter? Just, 
Huh? Costas? I thought someone would say Costas. Because it's got to be between Costas and Al Michaels, right? Well, about, yeah. um, if, well, I watched a lot of college football when I was a kid, too. Keith yeah. Jackson. Whoa, Nelly. See, I don't know that. Like, I remember that a lot. And yeah. I was little, but I was like, oh, man, I like this guy. And then you got your local radio guys that you may or may not like. For baseball. You know, mm-hmm. for me, Ernie Harwell. But I just grew up listening to him. You yeah. know, Al Kaline, George Kell. Wherever, baseball's really where you grew up. Yeah. But if you listen you know, those to, are the greatest. But if you listen to football, some, you know... Yeah. You get a new guy, you're like, wait a second. I mean, we've got one and of the best. they do national broadcasts. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's the weird thing about football. They're all national broadcasts. Mm-hmm. Baseball doesn't do that. Yeah, unless you have uh, satellite radio where you're going through listening to... Well, then they still take it to that one. Okay, yeah, exactly. So you yes, pick whatever, like on my baseball thing, you pick which broadcast. feed you want. Yeah, it's a local broadcast. Right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back and finish in a couple minutes. Yo, yo! All right, doom scrolling. All right, so your AMC stock is up. That's yes, the that's big good. news today. But then the other big story is about our old buddy Donald Trump. Now, there's a report that's come out. Trump has denied it, but they're saying that Donald Trump shared nuclear secrets about the U.S. Mm. and these uh, nuclear capabilities of submarines after he got out of office mm. with some rich friend of his. I think he's a friend. I don't know some rich guy from Australia. He's denying it. Says it's false and ridiculous. But as Snowcone pointed out earlier, I think it's so accurate. Did you watch the Shane Gillis special yet? No. Well, he has a bit at the end where he talks about Trump. And he says, you know, the thing about Trump is he wasn't a politician and he was never in the military before any of this, right? So suddenly he's around all these elite politicians. You've got generals and you've got all these people that are important and they're doing all these crazy things like in the movies. And his response was like, you guys would not believe this because he's never seen it before. Right. So like when he killed al-Baghdadi, is that his name? And he came out and gave that 40-minute speech. He's dead. (laughs) He died like a dog. That whole thing, (laughs) it was like he wanted to share like, oh my God, I have to tell you guys this. (laughs) And that was Shane Gillis' bit. And you're like, it's 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 true. It's 100% accurate. And now when you look through that lens and you just imagine this guy who's Check this stuff out that sure. I discovered. He's telling rich he guys no about idea. no. He's telling them about nuclear submarines. He didn't know you shouldn't do that. Former President Trump reportedly shared sensitive details about U.S. nuclear submarines with a wealthy Australian businessman. People familiar with the matter told the New York Times that Mr. Trump revealed how many nuclear warheads the sub carried and how close they could get to Russian subs without being detected. The conversation is said to have taken place shortly after Mr. Trump left office at his Mar-a-Lago club, where businessman Anthony Pratt is a member. Pratt was reportedly interviewed as part of the classified documents investigation. Yeah, so you get that? The prosecutors were already investigating Trump for this classified material stuff, right? They've got that trial coming up next May, when he kept all the files in the... can't get all the... Uh, did you watch that speech? We got to show Lazo that speech from that congresswoman from uh, Dallas. Did you see it no. during the Biden impeachment thing? Oh, it's great. But th- these prosecutors who are already investigating this stuff have been talking to this Pratt guy, and now they're saying that Pratt may be called to testify at that trial against Trump about sharing these nuclear secrets. Okay. Trump said that this it's, is another trial that's going to happen later. That's the one about the classified <clears throat> stuff. Yeah. Man, there's yeah. so many of them. I know. It's hard to keep and I'm up. Not, I mean, there is a lot. Like, when I'm like, what? The one what? in May. Snow going, how many counts are there in that one in May? I think they said there's like 80 or 90. We've talked about it. It's a ton. So I mean, do people now at this point, is he going to jail? I don't know. I can't imagine that. I know we've talked about I it. I know. I said I can't imagine it either, but every time you do the news, there's like... 80 or 90 counts. I know. It feels like that's a lot. It's crazy. And then you've got this guy who now may testify, who's a rich guy, a member at Mar-a-Lago, and he's going to get on the stand and say, yeah, Trump shared this classified information. I mean, also, all of this is proving, when Trump said, I could shoot someone in the street and not lose any support, this is proving that. No, Because his supporters are not fading, I don't think. 
I've heard his rallies aren't as big, but it's because they've seen him a million times. Right. You know, they got stuff to do. They got to work. But I, I mean, if he goes up against Biden tomorrow for a general election, I think he loses, but it's close. It's close. Yeah, I'm, yeah. and he could win. Yeah, it's, it's totally possible. I think there's a scenario where he could win. Yeah. So I, don't I mean, know. Sir, yeah, you got a long way to get there. I don't think he could win debate. the popular vote again. Well, yeah, I think he would lose that. But yeah. you're right; he could win. He could be president. Yeah, I mean, he did it in 2016 without mm-hmm. the popular vote. No, right? yeah, of course. Uh, so that's, I think, I feel like a, a a pretty big story. At least this one is just kind of a funny story. Walmart, I I don't know if they're upset. It seems like they're upset. They put out this report. They're selling less food. Okay, they're losing money on food sales, and they have a culprit. Do you know what that culprit is? Self checkout. Ozempic. They're saying oh. that people are taking these weight loss drugs, these diabetes, you know, technically diabetes, but people are taking them for weight loss. Well, and some and the, of them are prescribed for weight loss. Yes. Right. Uh, Off label, right? But it's allowed. Well, I think some of them are just for weight loss. Right. But I'm saying they, it's still, aren't they? Uh, no, I think like the Ozempic is for diabetics, but like Wagovi or whatever, that's for weight loss. Oh, okay. That's why they they have different names, but some of the most same are the ingredient. same. Right. Okay. Yeah, what's that stuff called? You take Smeg- a different, smeglotide? Is yeah, that right? You take a different dosage for okay. different things. Okay, so I just think it's funny that Walmart is worried well, Walmart about this. Walmart says some of its customers are buying less food, and they're blaming those weight loss drugs that have become so popular. You know, <laughs> drugs like Ozempic and Wagovi. What a great commercial well, for Ozempic. the CEO of Walmart's U.S. operations says those are leading to a slight pullback in overall purchases. That is so crazy that right. they're looking at this monitoring it, and they go, it's got to be Ozempic. And Ozempic, the, whoever makes Ozempic, I don't know who makes it, but... Not that they need any more press. Right, that's but good for them. Yeah, now they've got Walmart saying, we're losing money on Doritos. Right, because people are eating them. Right. I mean, that's, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty good. Uh, the daycare deaths in New York, was that in the Bronx? I think it was in the Bronx. Remember the fentanyl overdose? Yep. Four toddlers exposed to fentanyl. All of them needed Narcan. One of them did not survive. I think he was like 20 months old, something like that. He was a baby. And they go to investigate this daycare, and there are drugs everywhere. And they start arresting people, the woman who owns it. Her boyfriend, or was it her husband? I can't remember if they got married. And another guy who was apparently working there, and they you know, are accusing him of using this daycare as a front for a huge drug operation. Those responsible for the daycare, Gray Mendez, her husband, Felix Herrera Garcia, and his cousin, Carlisto Brito, pled not guilty to murder charges. A kilo of fentanyl was found in a closet, and six kilos of fentanyl heroin and other controlled substances were found under a trap door in the floor under a padded mat where the children nap so seven kilos total that she said yeah i mean that's a i don't know anything about big time drug dealing but if you got that many kilos i think you're a pretty big time drug dealer i would think so and what are you doing with those fentanyl did you see that video yesterday that people were sharing Uh, the people on the streets i think it was in new york but i guess you can't tell for sure but they're all smoking fentanyl, and, and they're just sitting on the street, and then you see what happens to them. Did you see that? No. Man, I mean, it's, it, you know, we've seen people that shoot up heroin, and they nod out. Or, and I guess that's kind of what it is. But you've got, like, there's one of the guys is standing there, and he smokes his stuff, and then he just falls like this, and he just hangs. He stops moving. Wow. And the people next to him There's are, a guy I know that smokes, smokes fentanyl. fentanyl. It's, and I talked to him because I, I said, you know, we almost, I, I thought about just calling him and having him on the show. And he's like, yeah, call me anytime. I'll talk about it. I don't care. He will? Yeah. DBJ will? Yeah. Wow. He's like, I'll, I'll talk about it. I don't care. That guy's a character. He I is like a character. Guy. Yeah, I asked him because I was like, man, like, that's just something you do. He's like, yeah, I love it. The funny thing is, it's like. Was he worried I, about dying? Right. I, I, I know. If you guys want to call him, I said he said we could call him anytime. I said to him one time, I was like, "Listen, man, you know how do you know that this stuff is real and that it's not fentanyl?" He goes, "He said, 
Dude, I would never give you fentanyl because I keep the fentanyl yeah. for myself. He's told me the same thing. He's like, I would never let you have it because I keep it for myself. Don't worry. I would never sell anyone fentanyl because I keep all the fentanyl. I'm like, dude, what, what are we doing? We what is this country on, doing? We have him on sometime. It, that would be interesting. He is I, a character. I, uh, I just, it's so bizarre to me that people are on the street smoking fentanyl. You know, like my brother, I said something to him one time about uh, prescription fentanyl. This was recently. And he said, wait a second, wait a second, Someone, there's prescription fentanyl? I was like, yeah, that's how it started. Remember, it was they made patches, they made lollipops, and right. the government was like, you know, I think we've gone a little too far with all this heroin that we're giving to everyone in the hospital for different things. I know a guy who had a, an abscessed tooth. They gave him a fentanyl lollipop. This was, you know, five years ago, and he nods out on the bed in the hospital. Right. Like, what they are they doing? They gave patches for, like, pain in your back and stuff, too, mm -hmm. right? Didn't mm -hmm. they? Yeah, they have got they had fentanyl patches that you could wear. I think I had one in my house for a while. Now, I think they have morphine patches and other things, but yeah, they had fentanyl. Fentanyl. The thing about fentanyl is it was supposed to be so strong. This is you know uh, for cancer patients who were dying, and that's what the company had said. But then, just like Oxy, the doctors and nurses and stuff were like, "Here you go, your tooth hurts, right? So you eat this lollipop." It was crazy. This country prescribed so much synthetic heroin. And we watched it, Lazo, in our lifetimes. And it, as you watch something, just like when you watch your kids grow every day, they don't come downstairs and go, you're taller than last night, because you see them every day. We lived here, so we saw this transition. But when you look back and think about what it was like in the late 90s and what people thought of heroin, what people thought of opioids, basically, the right. type of people that took them. But they don't see it as the same. Well, I think now people know because they're buying heroin and fentanyl. To right, because they have to. But I mean, I think the people who really got hooked... Like Dave Chappelle said, all of a sudden it's a white suburban woman exactly. thing, like the crack was. Exactly. Like, I don't think they realized they were taking heroin. No one did. Of course right. not. No, you're why would my doctor give me heroin? They didn't know that. We didn't learn that until later. Now we've got these Netflix documentaries and series and everything about right. how this all went down and, and how I it got do approved. I think watching that, I mean, I know that documentary, he certainly wasn't a good guy. Mm -hmm. Or that, you know, what Ferris Bueller played yeah. in that series. But there was a line in there where I think he had a good idea and that idea was, look, we treat all these other things, but we don't treat as pain. Right, that was and people thing. are in pain. Right, that was his whole thing. Right, and, but I believe people that. People bought like into it. I think it. we should. And I bought into it. I buy into it, too. Right. Now, the way that they did, obviously, then all that gets that, out of control. But right. I do think people should. I remember my dad, you know, Agent Orange, really in pain. Mm -hmm. In pain. And they gave him Vicodin. Mm -hmm. And um, he told he said, you know, I don't want to get addicted to it. It. it it takes away my pain, mm -hmm. but I don't want to get addicted to it. And the doctor was like, I'm not going to stop giving it to you. Right. Mm -hmm. You're good. Don't yeah. worry about it. And so I think, and I know Vicodin and opioids are different, right? Well, it's still right. got opioids in it. Right. Yeah. But there should be something like that that you can give to people who are in pain I like read, that to make their life better. I read a whole book about so this. Mike, like, if my dad didn't have it, 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 the last four years of his life probably would have been miserable. Like, well, I, don't, I think, you know, he wouldn't have been, I don't think he would have made it. That's the thing. I read this book about <clears throat> humans basically. But he was able to now converse with people and go out with us and, and I stuff, think that's you know? what, how it's designed to have worked. Right. And it was working. Humans have always wanted to find a cure for pain, but the problem is we figured out, our ancestors figured out a long time ago, opium or heroin is not a sustainable thing for your pain because once it gets in your system, they say it's a wonder it never leaves. You don't like after 20 years just forget about Heroin or that opioid, you know, which a lot of that oxy by the end was stronger than the heroin you were buying on the streets. There's right. only 120 milligrams time release. People were breaking it up and eating it and they're overdosing. You know, it, it was crazy. And doctors were giving it out for everything. They set up pharmacies and doctor's offices, these pill mills, just to prescribe it and no one stopped them. And then, yes, suburban moms now and white people that never would have tried heroin are all smoking fentanyl and heroin. It's crazy. What the hell do you do? How do you fix it? 
I, I, got, I, I mean, know. Republicans say you got to you got to uh, secure the border. It's all coming in through the border. Well, okay, I mean, they're going to get well, it. In, you know? Right? How do you do? I mean, we've I think they've spent quite a bit of money on the drug war over the last fifty no, years. It doesn't work. So you're just saying that's the issue. They need to spend more. It's never worked. Has it? Have we ever had a point in the last fifty years of this drug war where you said I can't get coke? No. I can't get heroin. No. It never went away. Everyone always knew a drug dealer, or they had a friend who knew a drug well, dealer. We knew that too. Uh, underage, it was easier to get pot in, or cocaine than it mm-hmm. was beer. Absolutely, like That's beer the is thing. a pain in the ass. You couldn't get it. You right. ask someone to buy it for you. I'm not doing that. Right. They're getting big trouble. You go in and ask the guy, like, hey, you know, somebody, where's your ID? Like, I, you know, no. they'll take my license. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not doing it because I don't mm-hmm. want to lose my business. What was that book called, Snowcone? The guy that we interviewed, a sudden spark. Uh, what's his name? Johan Hari? Yeah, what's the name of that book? Uh, scream, everyone, everyone sh- the scream, scream something. Yeah, something was scream. We interviewed him. Johan Hari. How long ago was that that we interviewed him? Years. It was a couple years ago. Uh-huh. But that whole book. Yeah, it's Chasing the Scream, right? That might be right. His whole thing was he's trying to look into how we got, you know. Yes, it's Chasing, yeah, chasing the, the Scream by Johan Hari. 2015. Great. How, what happened with the drug war? What are other countries doing? And there's really interesting stuff in there. We talked about countries like Portugal and Switzerland where they're trying other things. Hey, if you're hooked on this, we're going to give it to you. So you don't have to go look for it. We're going to inject you with heroin at this time. You can come here and get high. We're going to make sure that it's actually heroin, though. It doesn't have fentanyl in it. And we're going to make sure that you do it here. And when they do that, they go, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to have to go out on the street and look for this stuff because I know at least I'm going to get it here. And it's interesting what these other countries are trying. And some of it looks like it could work. And Lazo, you make the point about the beer. And that's ultimately what every person who writes a book about this gets to. It's harder for kids to get beer than Mm -hmm. it is for them to get cocaine. So beer is legal. So what do you do with the drugs? I know it's hard to imagine a world where we say we're going to legalize cocaine. We're going to le- but is there a way to do it where it's expensive enough, hard enough to get whatever? Right. That it, well, you can't it, make it too expensive because then people will, right. you know, so like pot. But it's right. got to be a net positive, right? right. So you got to have fewer people dying from it, fewer people getting hooked on it. Can you do that? I think I, I think feel we can. Like you can. I mean, that's the thing too about drugs. Well, oh, we so, but them. maybe you know, there's that. Look, I understand the other side of that. People argue. Me too. So I'm a guy who wouldn't try fentanyl. Right. I'm not. If your buddy was here, like smoking, I'd be like, you know what? And I'm a guy who tries most things. Mm-hmm. No. But if I could roll in a Seven Eleven and they were like, "Hey, here's some opioid pills. You buy two of them for ten bucks," I'd be like, "All right." But I'm not a guy who buys them. Right. So if you know what I mean, if you made it legal, it certainly would allow for someone like me. To try it. And if you take a driver's license like you do with Sudafed or whatever, say we're going to limit you to this much. Right. Or however they decide to do it. But it's not But working. it not being legal, I, don't, I wouldn't try it. So right. I understand the other argument. Like if you make it easier to get, then it's easier for get, to get for the people who already got it. Yeah. But it's also easier to get for people who would never try it. Yes. Now that said... I'm not sure that that's a net negative because exactly. of that. You see right. what I'm saying? I'm not, but it, you know, making it easier does make it easier. You know, and then when you have kids, you're like, oh god. Right. When he turns 18, he can start buying coke. Yeah, right. Like at the gas station. Like I know it's not good. Mm-hmm. Like I know where it leads us. It's not good. But you know, people are allowed to do whatever they want. You know, so I, overall, I'm for just legalizing it all, and we'll figure it out. But there is. Of course, it's there scary. are some you know side effects. You're like, man, that could go south quick. Well, that and could go south some of the things quick. I've heard, it's like you imagined cocaine. Well, since we already mentioned cocaine, that that would come through a pharmacy, right? So you would have a pharmaceutical company who manufactures cocaine, Merck, and they make sure that it's clean, whatever cocaine. They would mm-hmm. manufacture that. 
it would go through like a pharmacy, and then you would have to get right. I read in that, in that Keith Richards book, his biography. He said he's like people always wonder like how I'm still alive at so many drugs. He's like I only did pharmaceutical cocaine. He's like I got it. I got bottles from Merck. They made cocaine. Right. Like, yeah. I only did pharmaceutical. And I think there's one company still in America like, that's allowed to make it for some street. reason. Just like there's one pharmaceutical company that's making Molly. Uh, mm -hmm. I think they use it for. We, we interviewed that guy about PTSD. Yeah, that was for uh, the organization called Maps. Yep, and we know that they're they do testing psilocybin, uh -huh. a lot of psilocybin. A lot they're of PTSD that stuff. patients. But we don't talk about drugs enough. Remember the bling ring thing where those kids broke into yeah, people's yeah. houses? One of the things I remember is when they went into yeah, Paris Hilton's house. Smoke. When they went into Paris Hilton's house, they said there was cocaine everywhere, and they got to do all this coke, and they were up all night. And it's just like you know. Of course there was cocaine laying out there. Of course. That shouldn't really surprise you. And I'm not mad at Paris Hilton, by the way. No. I don't think less of her. It just reminds you that just because we don't talk about it doesn't mean that it's not everywhere. And you can't pretend like, oh, well, my kid ended up at the worst house in town because there happened to be drugs there. No. The drugs are at every party. Right, no. They just are. So, And we, we don't want to think about that. And we like to think, no, this person's an outlier. Right, These are there. the bad kids. They're there. They're easy to get, and they're there. So is there a way that we can say, hey, we'll make it easier for you to get and you know, maybe cheaper for you to less get, risk to and get. it'll be better product, but we're going to limit how much you can get. We'll give you just enough. You know, I don't know. How, everyone should read that book, though. I should read it again since I don't remember yeah, anything. It's it was a great book. All right. All right. I guess that's it. We ran out of time. Yep. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what's going on? So I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I'm sure by now you've seen the video. It's everywhere. That David Beckham documentary. Oh, it's so good, man. I haven't watched the show either. I need to. I want to now. It's it's funny because when I saw that there was a documentary, I thought, oh, okay, well, I'm not like a big soccer guy or whatever. I wasn't all that interested. I like him as a character, though. He does seem cool. I've seen him in interviews. He seems very cool, almost like, you know, kind of perfect. You're like, yeah, mm -hmm. I think you're like a perfect dude. But there's this clip going on. He's still married to Posh Spice, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Victoria, Victoria Beckham. Beckham. I don't know what her name was before. But... Uh, there's a clip from the show that's making the rounds where she's sitting there talking to the camera crew about how she grew up working class. And David Beckham sticks his head in to the bedroom, so into the room from another room, and tells her to be honest. I was very close to my family. Yeah, I mean, I think also we both come from families that work really hard. Both of our parents work really hard. We're very working class. Be honest. I, I am being be honest. honest. I am being what honest. What did your dad drive you to school in? So my dad did, No, one answer. My dad what well, car was it? Uh, it's not a simple answer what because What car did you get your dad to drive? It to depends. School? No, 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 no. Okay, what in car? the eighties my dad had a Rolls Royce. Mm -hmm. Thank you. In the eighties my dad had a Rolls Royce. Thank you. And then he disappears. Mm -hmm. They said that um I wonder his, what her dad did now that you know I don't know much about her. I know mm -hmm. Ginger Spice is married to the guy who runs the Red Bull F1 team, so they're very wealthy. I've okay. seen their house on that reality series. But they said David Beckham's social media blew up from this. I'm sure it was big, already right? I, had to have already been big, but they said it skyrocketed after this Netflix documentary got released. And they also said, I don't watch Succession, but you did, right? I mean, yes, you finished it. I didn't finish it, though. But it said the series is from this Academy Award-winning director, Fisher Stevens, also famous for playing PR sleazeball Hugo in Succession. Do you remember Hugo in Succession? Apparently, he's the guy that directed this. Okay. Snowcone's the big Succession guy. He might remember. Um, but it is a series, and now I'm interested. Now I want to watch it. It's funny how people really want to be poor. You know, rich, Well, they want to say it's they, working. They struggled. Yeah, they struggled <clears throat> to get to where they are. It was all hard work. There were no handouts. I was watching something. It's been a couple years ago. But they said, if you look at style... Poor people are much more likely to wear, you know, jackets with dollar bill signs on them, right? right. Uh, some sort of name brand, so you get a name brand handbag, things like that. So her mom was an insurance clerk and a hairdresser. Okay. And her dad worked as an electronics engineer, 
but then they founded an electronics wholesale business. Sounds like that so, probably yeah. worked out and got the Rolls right. Royce. But it is true. If you look at the style of, you see those, those hoodies that have dollar signs on them or $100 bills or just people carrying that one. Oh, this is cool. And Beckham, she uh, entered the Lane Theater Arts in uh, Surrey, studied dance and modeling. Beckham, Beckham attended St. Mary's High School in Chestnut, where she was embarrassed by her family's wealth and often begged her father to not drop her off in a Rolls Royce. Wow. Right. So Beckham's got to know that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So now she's still, even with that information even that, she's out, trying to hide she's trying to hide it on, she, the, right. on the series. Snowcone, do you know who Hugo was in Succession? Yeah. Okay, so he directed this thing, I guess. Oh, okay. And I, I think he said he directed something. They said he's an Academy Award-winning director. Fisher Stevens. But yeah, it's crazy. And then rich people, actual rich people, they say if you look at how they dress... They're more likely to buy the jeans with holes in them. The right. sneakers that look like they've been roughed up. Everything's supposed to look like it's more working class. So wealthy people try and dress, quote unquote, Down. poorer. And then poor people try and dress with this opulence. Look at this. I've got right. $100 bills on my jacket. And all that. It is kind of crazy. And it's, I think especially people who grew up wealthy, I guess it's because, you know, I thought, though, that in England, I've always heard that in the U.K., people don't lose respect for you because the money was handed down. You're actually a higher class, no, right? Old money. Classes are big. It's old money. And that's very respectable. Oh, you come from this wealthy family. In America, this is the country where people go, oh, well, your, your parents gave yeah, you that yeah, money. Yeah. You don't get respect for it. That's always been a big difference. But it sounds like maybe not everybody is a big fan of you being wealthy because she's trying to hide it right. being on the show. I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't wealthy growing up, but you're trying to imagine what it was like. I certainly knew people, and I was related to people who were poor, right? You know, and had it way worse. So I never thought, I knew that all my friends' parents had more money. I knew that my friends had more money from their parents. They could do more things. They had more nice stuff. They bought more clothes. They could buy nicer cars, whatever. I never felt, I don't think I ever felt really insecure about that. I think they knew that my family didn't have as much money. money. But you you had the same stuff. We had a house. Yeah, the thing is, we got that house in the nice neighborhood that my grandma, when she died, she left the money for the house. So we got to live with you know, within that, and for the most part, as long as you're in the house. Now, when we drove the $100 crappy Datsun and parked it in the driveway, the neighbor's like, don't park that piece of junk on the right. street. They knew, you know, they knew that we... But you're still close enough. But we were there. Exactly. I felt like we made it, and I got to go to that school yeah. and everything else. So I never... I don't know. It wasn't, I, yeah. it wasn't a big deal. I don't think you can say, just because you weren't the wealthiest family in the neighborhood, I don't think that counts as struggle. Or that even if your parents, you know, like my parents made minimum wage... And you had to get by. You didn't have extra money. As long as you were getting by, I don't think that's really a struggle. Most of the people that I know who grew up without money, or at least enough, most of them, now I know some people don't, but most of them that were in my circle, they never felt like they, they went without. That's how I feel. You know what I mean? It was always like, you know, yeah, I had clothes and toys and Christmas was yes. good. And, yeah, you know. exactly. And, and for me, the thing is the house. I mean, if right. you saw and the I, house, you know, it's a nice I would, house. You know, I had a nice house growing up. My dad had money. But, you know, I go over to a friend's house, I'd be like, whoa. Exactly. You and know. I did that, too. Right. I also, and I think everybody does that. Yeah. I've, I've, you've, you've you know, unless it. you're the top, top of the 1%, and everybody's house is just normal to what your house is, mm-hmm. you're always kind of blown away by something. You're like, whoa, man. Right. I had a buddy who lived in this part of town in Detroit <clears throat> called Beverly Hills. Okay. You know, and I went over to his house one time, and he, you know, his dad was a doctor. I was like, damn. Yes, the doctor. It was nice. And then, you know, I think we wanted Percocet or something. And he's like, man, we should get some perks. And I'm like, yeah. well, how the hell are we going to get that? And he goes, and he just walks in his dad's office and writes a prescription no for himself. No way. Let's go. No way. His dad had the prescription pad out there because he would write it. He knew where he kept it, picked a lock to his dad's office, Holy grabbed two, crap. wrote it in my name. 
sign it in his dad's name. So let's go. I'll drop it off for you. So that is like something from a movie. Right. That is crazy. Big, huge, nice house. Yes. Dad probably just figured, oh, my kid's not going to do that. Yep. <clears throat> and you knew someone who, like, there were people, oh, this person's parents own this bar. And it's a really popular bar. And they have this mm-hmm. huge kind of suburban house. I, I had a friend in school that I grew up with, and her dad was a brain surgeon. And you go over to this house. I mean, she played the harp, dude. That's right. what she did. That was her instrument. There's a huge area right. at the bottom of this house that's dedicated to her harp. And anyway, I guess she had more than one. And she'd sit there and play the harp. That was her instrument. That's that's different. Yeah, we went to mm. school together. I'm like, this is a different life. Right, exactly. But also, I never noticed, personally, I didn't I didn't know a lot of rich people that acted like they do in the movies. You know, like, oh, look at you. Oh, no. nice car, asshole. I didn't get that. I noticed, that you, for, at least for me, the people who are really rich, I always noticed that. <clears throat> They're usually nice. They were super nice. They wore clothes. They were like, man, those are nice shoes. Those are nice pants, but you didn't. So people who had money but that weren't rich, they were like me. You would wear polo, mm-hmm. and, right? Like, you know. Name brand. Right. Name brand, expensive, yeah. says it's expensive, right? This is a $200 sweater. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the people that I know who really had money, they wouldn't have anything on it. And you'd have to look it up. Like, what kind of shoes are those? That's still how it is. And you're like. Yeah. And then you look, and you're like, man, those shoes are like. Four hundred dollars. Yep. Like there, it's not. It's a different. They world. shop somewhere else. I don't yep. know where you get those shoes because they're you know they're more exp- expensive than Jordans and yep. they look like no brand whatever. But that's what they wear. Yeah, I mean it's like a whole different community of where you buy those shoes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and where we don't, you buy those type of jeans. I don't even know what they are. We but, don't browse that stuff. We, we don't know where they sell them. No, well in Kansas City they had a, a store, a department store called Halls, and it was from Hallmark. Oh right, right. And the the founder of Hallmark said, "I want Kansas City to have this because I want them to have nice things." I when you went in there, the sneakers, the brands you never saw, right, yeah. Gucci and stuff like that, and they're four hundred, six hundred dollars. And I mean, I never bought anything there. But you realize when you see those wealthy people, like you're saying, what brand is that? It doesn't say. I don't recognize it because mm-hmm. they're 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 in a different world of brands. Yeah, right. But I bet other rich people know. I mean, exactly. Oh, Gucci! You got those Gucci's from last year. Yeah, it's not whatever. even that because you might know sense. Like brands with nothing. You exactly. Know. Well, I'm saying you reckon. I'm, I'm just using Gucci because it's a right. brand people know, but it's a name you've never heard of. Right. When we've looked this stuff up before, it's brand. I've never heard of this brand, and they want six hundred dollars for a pair of white sneakers. Right. But it's something that with some sort of. Well, Odd stripe. I'm like, huh? Yeah, but the wealthy people they recognize that stripe. They know exactly what it is. I'm sure it's like watches. I think that people, the wealthy people, probably look at each other's watches and they know. All right, this this communicates to me that you're wealthy. And what we do, since we're not wealthy, is we get fake watches from Nick Wright and we right, wear them yeah. around. And you go to the bank, and the guy at the bank says, "Man, I like your watch." And I, you know, there's really no part of me that thinks that guy thinks my Rolex is real. Because I know what he's about to do is look at my bank account as he's telling me that I have a nice watch. Yeah, I'm looking at this. This is, and if you see him, this is one of the pair of shoes that I've seen somebody wear. Mason Margalias. Never heard of it. Designer footwear. Uh, Legacy has remained relatively untouched. Its most prominent product is an upscale reinterpretation of standard issue German army trainer sneakers done up in white leather with suede accents and a gum sole. It's like Nick's G-Wagon. $595. And come yeah. take a look at them. Yeah, I, I mean, remember when I looked those ones up from our one rich? If party? somebody was wearing those, you don't know that no. those are five hundred ninety-five dollars shoes unless you know they look like that that person can afford. Wealthy. Then you're like, damn, where? they look like off-brand shoes. If right. I wore those here, you'd think yeah, I bought exactly. sneakers at Target. Exactly. But when I see the wealthy person wearing, I'm like, ooh, I'll bet those are expensive. And other wealthy people know what it is. Look, it sounds like fun. It but, does, you know, yeah. It's just, it's uh, not in the cards for us. That's okay. I like the fake Rolex. I, if I could just get the guy to compliment it and then not look at my bank account. These are the minimalist sneakers. Koyo Capri sneakers. Those are minimalist. So they're just leather, plain leather, nothing mm-hmm. on them. 
$295. Yeah. Yeah, we don't browse those. No. I wonder, though, are there poor people who buy that stuff because they want that one nice thing? It's not going to help I bet you. you they don't buy that because I don't they, think, don't they don't know. They don't know about it. Right, you don't know Gu- that. They want, I mean, they, know. they want Louis Vuitton, Gucci. Tom Ford suede low-top sneakers. I'll bet Tom Ford's are expensive. $742. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cool looking. Yeah, I'll never own any Tom Ford. The Church of Laszlo. Hi. Hey. Oh, man, I heard We were talking about rich people and poor people, and I felt, Snowcone, I want to say I'm sorry earlier. Why? He's, he's, he grew up wealthy. I told him he couldn't touch my wiener because I, like I don't like poor people to touch it. He yeah, grew up he wealthy. Said my hands were manual labor hands. <laughs> well, yeah. you did move all that office furniture for a right. while. I did. I do yeah. have some manual labor. They're just grub. You know what I mean? I know. You said it makes you feel poor when I. No, it makes me feel it. bad that you're poor. Oh, well, you it's said. It's not enjoyable. You I said, said it I, makes you feel like you, you're in the company of poor. You right. I don't, like yeah. being, I don't like having you do that you yeah. because it's like, oh, this is like. It's, uh, it's you the company you keep. Well, more than that, like I start, I don't, I don't get enjoyment out of it because I know that you're poor. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm, I feel guilty a little bit. I feel sad. It doesn't feel as good. But it's transactional. Okay, but what if you would go to, to a strip club and you know the stripper's poor and she's asking you to buy her car because she's got mm. nothing. She's got a fentanyl. I, I don't do that. I'm saying what would happen? You you would feel the I same way? Yeah, I wouldn't buy her. You're car. like, no, I need. Well, I'm not saying buy her car, but would you not want her to give you a lap dance because she's broke? If she was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I like, you know, like I'm, yeah. And I'm going to go look for somebody else. Yeah, I want someone, you know, that looks like they make a lot of money. Though. Yeah, the one who's making the money, who goes yeah. home with all the cash, has the hot tub at mm-hmm. her house where all the girls go afterwards. I get it. I get it. Uh, I heard something really vindicating today, Lazo. What's that? This so is I a- didn't mean to hurt your feelings. It's okay. okay. This is an economist. You understand, right, what I'm saying? Yeah, it I get make it. me feel guilty. No, I get it. I moved furniture and appliances for a yeah. long time. Also, you just hands look, are rough. You look kind of poor today. It's not every day. It was, was like, kind of poor today. Yeah, like you just look tired. Your hair's kind of yeah. messed up. Your shirt's not ironed. I don't know. You just look kind of like you're sad. Yeah. It's just a flannel. I know. I'm just saying you look kind of like you're sad. Just like, yeah. Okay. Like I'm kind of hungover. Dejected. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Just kind of like, yeah, I'm not into it today. Yeah. You know? And yeah, then that feeling. Kind of every day. Yeah. Is it? Kind of. Yeah. Well, you should see a doctor about that. Yeah. Yeah. I got my meds. Have you been taking them? Yeah. I just took one. Okay. All right. Lazo, this is an economist online. This went viral. Listen to this bitch. Would you like to donate $2 to charity? No. Mm-hmm, I do. I'm an amazing person. Wait, stop. Don't donate at the register. Why not? Because you don't know where your money is actually going. What do you oh. mean? The charity they chose might have affiliations you don't support mm. or a track record of not using donations responsibly. And the cashier probably isn't going to have the answer to these questions. So what should I do instead? Donate directly to a charity that aligns with your goals. And make sure you research it first on charitynavigator.org so that you make an informed decision. Boom. Mm, that's what now I said. look, we said. I also said they ta- write it off. They write it off. That's what makes to. me angry is that they say, yeah. we donated a million dollars. No, right. I Even did. if they don't get the chance to write it off, the fact that they say, you know. We donated all this. We donated. No, you didn't. Your customers the did. customers did because you made us feel guilty. Right. I say no. I don't. I always say no. And now she's got a different reason for saying no. Right. And I do. I always thought about that, too. I don't know, you know. Well, well some of them you know They're big, big time. Like some of them like, you want to get money to Ronald McDonald House? Right. Well, I'm still like, no, I will do not it on my you. own. Exactly. Right. I do give some money to charity. I give money to charity, Yeah, too. I'm not allowed to say where it is. Jesus says you can't do that. But you don't have to give it at the register. That doesn't mm-hmm. make you a bad don't person. Don't do it. Don't do it. Plus, you know, it does bother me. They're like, we gave $20 million to charity. It's like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. We did. Yes. Because you had people standing around me asking, would you right. like to donate this? And I'm making me feel like I have to say that. I mean, I tell them no. I've been telling them no for a year now. I tell them no. I tell so they say, would you like to round up? Nope. 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 I do not. But I they want... even make it, some of the catchers, would you like to give to children? Right. Like, no. Right. I know. It's a total guilt thing. Like, kids with cancer. I'm like, no. 
And then it just sounds like I'm saying, no, I don't want to help kids with cancer. I want to get my Doritos and get the hell out of here. Right. And I don't want to give it to you. Right. I'm not, I just don't want to give it to you. That's what I'm going to start saying. No, I don't want to give it to you. Right. You see what their response is. Well, you're going to charity. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, you could say like, like they used to with the door-to-door people. Like, I donated at home. Yes, exactly. I already donate to them. Yeah. Yep. Thank you very much. That's, That's a good one. Day. I already donate to them. Yep. Thank you very yeah. much. That is actually good and just no. Right. Just say I mean, you can even say it. There are a lot of people there, and you feel weird about it. You can be like, hey, that's such a great cause. I already donate. Yep. I send them money every month. I appreciate it, though. I appreciate what you guys are doing. Why don't they? Remember, they used to have the harvester's coupons. They don't ask you. There is Lane there. You can buy a $10 one or $20 one. And I'm pretty sure that money just buys groceries if you really need groceries. Yeah. I would scan those. Me too. Here, scan one of these. They don't ask you to do it. I'm good with that. The thing is, now you're asking me in front of everyone, every time I pay for something, do you want to give money to dying kids? And I have to say no. But people around me, stop doing that. But this economist says don't do it anyway, so there you go. No, don't do it, Snowden. Don't give your money. Don't do it. To charity. I don't. Don't. I hate stop charity. Stop doing it. Yeah, don't Stupid. do that. Stupid. All right. We well, can't hate charity. Well, he, you're raised on it. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, good show, Tom Ford. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.